Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the best of players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, but everybody else in between. The Thursday night throwdown has begun as the Denver Nuggets take a 2-0 series lead on the Los Angeles Lakers, the Carolina Hurricanes, and the Florida Panthers are still playing hockey. That's right. Say what? What time did this game start at? It started at 8 o'clock Eastern, and here we are a little after midnight Eastern, and this game is still going on right now. We're in a double overtime. There's eight minutes remaining in double overtime, and I see a dude drinking a beer in the stands, and I'm thinking, how warm is that beer? Because they've stopped selling beer a long time ago. I can tell you what, though, I've been in this situation before, and, you know, listen, I'm a veteran, and after I've had a few and I'm at a hockey game, I don't want to stop. So what you got to do is you got to load up. Nowadays, it's a little bit tougher in the uh, the nanny state society that we live in, but I remember when a bunch of Canadians won the Stanley Cup in 1993, there was one game against the Islanders, and I had a feeling. I was like, this game's going to go to overtime, man. I just and I don't want to get stuck without any beer here. I, I think I bought like 24 of them or something. Like, I remember like I went up to one concession. I was like, can I get six? And then no, no problem. So I had like a six tray in one hand. I had like 12. I think I had 18. I put them under the seat and I went back and I got another like six. And lo and behold, man, everybody was like flipping out for beer. And there I was sitting there during the intermission and enjoying my nice beers. Um, enjoying the, hey, this is great. And when they won the Stanley Cup, the night they beat the Kings, I was in the building. I was there every night in the playoff run, but when I was there, and I knew also, I'm like, man, they're going to give out the cop. We're going to be here for all night and stuff. I better load up. And I did. So you got to be, you got to think ahead. You got to plan ahead for this stuff. Nowadays, I don't know. They're probably, oh, listen, you know, you can only buy two at a time. At Vancouver Canuck games, you can only buy two at a time. You can't, like, walk up. Montreal is, like, seriously hardcore like that. I once walked up to, like, the uh, – I was at a UFC in Montreal once. I think I might have ordered, like – I think I ordered, like, six triple vodkas at once. Like, most places, like, anywhere. Like, even Las Vegas, they'd say, listen, we can't give you six triple vodkas at once. <laughs> Dude, in Montreal, I, I told him – I said, uh, dumb was sis. <laughs> like, I told him, give me six. He's like, What? And I just put, like, a $20 bill, like, as a tip. I'm like, yeah, yeah, just give me six triples, all right? It was near the end of the night. I came back. I couldn't even carry them all. Like, spilling drinks all over the place. So if you're wondering, all right, what's the longest game? We have a hell of a lot uh, longer to go, all right, before the um, – before we right, – they, they, they played, like, six overtimes before. Six overtimes is the record in 1935. All right, we had six overtimes in 1933 as well. Modern times, we had five overtimes in uh, the year 2000, actually. So we're just getting started right now. And, you know, it's cool for us. Like I said, it sucks for people who are at this game. It's cool, you know, and you're kind of screwed. 
Like, you've been there all night. What happens if you're gung-ho and you got there early and stuff? But you can't leave because it's a classic. Night anger man for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moretzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, but everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the show. Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks. Jamal Murray's in the show. He was the show in the fourth quarter. Jamal Murray was ice cold, vanilla ice style all night long. That was until he started lighting it up and he hit his first five shots uh, in the fourth quarter. It was a legendary performance. He ended in the fourth, and it's all said and done. The Denver Nuggets have a 2-0 series lead on the Los Angeles Lakers. After game one, the Lakers felt good about themselves. If you're the Los Angeles Lakers after tonight's game, this is one of those, like, sort of angry, we let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. This is one of those coulda, shoulda, woulda. And if anybody's thinking coulda, shoulda, woulda, it's probably King James himself. The Los Angeles Lakers open up as five-point favorites in game three and it absolutely positively has to get to Pittsburgh overnight must-win situation. I'm sure some people wonder why I say absolutely positively has to get to Pittsburgh overnight, Pete. It's an old-school Federal Express uh, ad. Package absolutely has to get to Pittsburgh overnight, Pete. It's a bunch of peas and stuff. Some people are like, yeah, I don't I don't get it. Same with, like, uh, time, you know, time to make the donuts. I miss that, dude. I miss those days. All right. I don't need to make anything great again or anything like that. I'm not yearning for the 50s. I'm yearning for a Dunkin' Donuts dude that's like angrily and grumpily getting up and his wife asking, where are you going? You know where I'm going. I'm going to make the damn donuts. That's where I'm going. <laughs> Time to make the donuts. Where's the beef, baby? Jamal Murray, he was the beef, 23 points in the fourth quarter. It was his fourth career 20-point fourth quarter game, most of any player over the last 25 years. Meanwhile, LeBron James has now missed 19 straight three-pointers in the fourth quarter, dating back to game two in the first round. It's the longest streak by any player in the NBA in the last 25 years. And for all you Braun fanboys out there, I saw once you had some, like, gif and little video and saying, oh, this is your greatest player ever, a Michael Jordan. Losing the ball, going up for a dunk. Well, 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 what happened, fanboy? This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. All right, let's roll. Let's do this thing. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the Money or 1090 ESPN Radio, SoCal in the house, San Diego. Congratulations. You get an MLS 
team. And um, you know what? Las Vegas keeps on poaching everybody else's teams. And Las Vegas, you know, owns the sports world right now. But San Diego beat out Las Vegas. Those were the two cities that were in the running to become the 30th Major League uh, Soccer team in the league. And uh, San Diego will be joining the league in, what, 2025? So we're a couple of years away from this stuff. The... Um, the the, uh, the wheels are in motion. And, of course, we've got the uh, the World Cup and the World Cup logo. They put a lot of work into that World Cup logo, didn't they? <laughs> Come on. I think the same people that designed the XFL website did the World Cup logo. I guess when, you know, I guess they just don't care. Like, I guess that's just the bottom. I guess when you're FIFA, you just don't have to care. So the Denver Nuggets get it done. I don't know, man. I don't know what the hell is going on with these point spreads landing on what exactly on the freaking numbers all the time suddenly in this series. Let's just say the odds makers have this one figured out. The game stayed under. I went very big on the over tonight. I went big on the Nuggets. I had money lines. I had minus five a push. I always buy points. I got a minus four, and I was thinking, man, you know what? I should buy it down to four, and I did. But I was like, I don't want to pay this much for it, so I'm also going to play to five. We got to push. But it was really frustrating. I got a little, sl not sloppy, but I was like, there's no way in hell they don't get over 213 points in this game. At the half. It was 212 and a half. It didn't look like it was going to get there. They're at 211 with 10 seconds left. LeBron's like charging towards the basket. And I'm thinking this could, this, this works out perfectly. You know, because I was like, if they take a three and they miss, I lose the bet. If, you know, but we'll see what happens. LeBron's got the ball. He's taking it to the rack, and I'm like, perfect. Just take it in, dunk. This is going to make it boom. It's going to get us over the 212 and a half to 213. I'm going to win a lot of money on this and the Nuggets, and uh, LeBron gets the ball stolen from him. I don't want to use the – it's not the same, or was it? It's like uh, that uh, behind-the-scenes uh, show. <laughs> was this the end of Kiss? This was the end of Kiss, or was it? Um, but we're going back a ways. I see our boy John in Chicago is throwing LeBron under the bus right now, talking about Jordan losing the ball with the Wizards and stuff. But we all remember, like, Jordan. Remember it was uh, Nick Anderson, speaking of Chicago, Illinois, what up? Remember Nick Anderson of the Orlando Magic stole the ball from Jordan? And that was the moment that, like, that's like seeing Ali die uh, and lose in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> It was one of those, like, oh, man, that, that, that never happened. That, that ain't never happened before. Right? Like, Jordan had the ball, and Nick Anderson in the match, like, younger, faster, just came up, and it was a playoff game, too. Just came up from behind him and took the ball away. And Jordan just had that, like, look on his face. He turned around, like, what the hell? Like, it was like a look you've never seen on Michael Jordan. It was like watching your father get beat up on the front lawn or something. It was like, oh, my God, Jordan just got the ball stolen in a big moment from him. Nick Anderson just took it from him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was quite like that. And didn't that just piss Jordan off when he came back and they won again after? Um, that He wasn't on – that wasn't the – he was still in Chicago on that Orlando stuff. I know there was the Washington stuff after. And I'm thinking about it now, too. So you're telling me I, I got to single-handedly blame LeBron for this. If he didn't go up and lose that dunk, the game would have went over. <laughs> I missed by a basket. But all kidding aside, whatever. It is what it is. I don't blame LeBron. But that's the narrative. And I, I've never seen a sport. It's it's fun in a way because it's, you know, it's very – I've said this before. Like the NBA's media and fan base are very high schoolish. Right? It's I love you, I hate you. Like teenage relationship crap type stuff. You know what I mean? One day Stephen A loves the guy, the next day he needs to do better. And then, like, it's just this. And everyone falls for this. AD sucks now tonight, guys, by the way. Just for the record, let me remind you, AD sucks now. Ask Twitter, AD sucks. Right? And then on Saturday, whatever, when he drops 40 or 38, well, then he's going to be great again. And then he's going to suck again. Right, like the up at Boston. How many times have Boston won and lost the title in the last two weeks with these people? Right, but like yeah, the fans are the same thing. They're so just like up and like, you know, up and down on these players. We've been telling you, the Denver Nuggets, they're that steady team. But as far as the the 
as far as tonight was concerned, tonight really was kind of one of those nights where LeBron needed to do more. I mean, it's funny. You'll, you'll, you notice LeBron will never get blamed. That's why people don't like playing with him, point blank. And I've told you this for like 10 years. And I'm always the first one to tell you things and then whatever it happens after and okay. This was the pattern going all the Why do you think Kyrie Irving left? Why do you think everyone in the early days in Cleveland left and stuff and didn't want around like being around? Even though they were with LeBron and they won. Kyrie Irving left because they know if LeBron James teams win, LeBron gets all the credit. If LeBron James teams lose, it's everybody else is a loser on the team and it's never his fault. Right? So, I don't know. Could Hachimura play it any freaking better? Austin Reeves, could he play it any better? Right? It was AD. It was sort of like Harden and Embiid. Right? Quite frankly, we just stated. LeBron James missed 19 straight uh, three-point shots in the fourth quarter. The most out of any player in the NBA playoffs in the last 25 years. Now, I'm not here to be that that douche and that, that person. Oh, look, at this is your king. Jordan lost the ball. Whatever, man. The ball slipped out of LeBron's hand. So be it. But he needs to play better. You know what I mean? Like, if he doesn't play better, they can't win. They, you know, Hachimura and Reeves can't lead them to victory. And I'll tell you what, in the same fashion that I, you know, you look at the point spread for tomorrow night's basketball game in Boston, and for the record, the hockey game is still 2-2 right now. But you, you, you look at the point spreads right now. We just saw the Miami Heat roll into Boston and beat them. And everybody is in locked in right now. Oh, the zigzag. Whatever. The only zigzag I care about are a pack of rolling papers. All right? Like, seriously. Zigzag, zigzag what? You want to lay nine points with the Boston Celtics? And similar situation. And I've been on some of these zigzags before. And I've gotten I've gone through a lot of packs of zigzags before. But the LA Lakers are five point favorites. All right. They open up as five point favorites Saturday night, 830 Eastern. I guess they're doing the 830 Eastern thing all the way through here. 223 and a half is the total. I think the point spread's going to go up. People are going to buy in. There's no way they go down three games to none. Is in there? Like, is it? I know Denver are not a great, and they're not, you know, they're not even a good road team. Like, they're they're not a good road team, Denver. But they just need to steal one here. Like, if you're Denver, you got two at home. You go to L.A., you take one, this thing's done. Then they're going back to Denver, and it's game, set, match in, in game five. Sort of like what happened against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Lakers, like, are in trouble right now. Because Boston, you know, you look at Boston, and you look at um, Boston can play better, right? Boston didn't play better. The L.A. Lakers have pretty much played as well as they can play. The Lakers played great tonight. Right? LeBron and AD didn't. So now you can say, well, well, they will on Saturday. Okay, but will everybody else be the same? It's like a balancing act. The Lakers are in trouble. The Nuggets are 5-1 to one right now, minus 500 on the series price. But, hey, they say a series hasn't begun until somebody loses on their home court. So we're going to triple overtime and rally. Sean Higgs going to step up and in and join us. This is Portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. This is more tricks. I am Gable Brand. See the fence, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, everybody else in between. All right, we're still playing hockey here. We're going to get Sean Higgs in here in a minute. Let me know when uh, Sean's ready to go. And uh, who else do we have tonight? We've got the great Jamie Eisenberg, big Jamie fan. Jamie Eisenberg, CBS, CBSSports.com will join us. We'll talk some football with Jamie. I saw he was uh, he's already in some fancy football drafts. We're looking at the rookie of the year stuff already. And, uh, you know, I'm always in a fantasy football league or two uh, as well. So we'll talk some football. We'll get into some soccer talk. As we stayed in San Diego, getting an MLS team, $500 million. That's what the expansion fee is now for the MLS. To put in context, the Las Vegas Golden Knights bought in for $500 million. Seattle Kraken, I thought it was like the same thing. It turned out Kraken is like 600, 625 or something like that. It was a little little bit more than Vegas, but pretty much the same. So MLS, man, yeah, this, this league's really growing. I think the World Cup is in America in 2026. So the World the, the So it's like buying pumpkins. It's like buying uh, into a, like a pumpkin patch before Halloween right now. Or like WWE stock. Always buy WWE stock before WrestleMania and then sell the day after, right? Because it's like a peak. But MLS right now is going to peak all the way to 2026. So let's bring in Sean Higgs right now. Sean, we're going to triple overtime. So we've already played. So what? We played uh, five periods of hockey, the three in the game. Now we played two. We're into triple overtime right now. It's 2-2. I already won my underbet in this game, but I do want the Carolina Hurricanes. I've got the Canes to win here. And some people would probably hedge out because I have a lot on the Canes, and I could just split this and get the hell out of here. But I don't really roll like that. So go, Canes, go. How you doing, Sean? Yeah, hedging. We're not gardeners. We don't hedge. Keep it on the Canes. I had the Canes today, but I took puck line, so I'm already a loser here. But, I, you know, Florida, nice little run. I thought Carolina would come out stronger here at home. They did it. Scored first, but then nothing in the second and third. Kind of uh, disappointing for me. Yeah, I, I even sprinkled a little bit on 3 nothing at 30-1. to 1. I thought, you know what? I think they could win this game like 3 nothing. But I like the under in this game a lot. I hit no goal in the first 9-30. No uh, under 1.5 for the first period. I think that I'm not going to say the same about Vegas and Dallas. I think that'll be a little bit higher scoring, but this really has been going yep. on for a while, bro. Look, it's 12:30 Eastern right now, Sean. They started this game at eight o'clock. <laughs> this is going on, man. Four and a half hours. Yeah, that's you know, it's. I like playoff hockey because you. This is I'm used to. You're like me. You're old. I mean, I, I was hearing with your little Wendy's commercials and stuff like that, like. I like the old two-to-one kind of hockey game. Now you see these totals at seven, a lot of high scoring. This is, you know, it's like defense, right? Let's go grind it out. This is the kind of game I like during playoffs. I don't want to see seven-four games, but I think we'll probably get like a five-two-one tomorrow or something along those lines with uh, yeah, see, Dallas. You don't watch. I like this. I like two-twos. I like two-twos, three-twos, low scoring defense. You know, checking all over the place. Bring back the blood. No, I get it. Listen, that's what these teams are. We knew it coming in, and I'm kind of kicking myself because I said, Sean, too, we're on the air before the game, the game time decisions, and I said, man, I said, you know, 3 nothing, but I said 3-2 because we had someone on that doesn't bet a lot of hockey, and I told the dude. He goes, oh, what about these final score props? And I said, listen, 3-2 is the most common score in the playoffs now. 
Yeah. And here we are, three two. And I said, you can just take three two on both sides. Sometimes it's you know eleven to one. Sometimes it's eight to one, nine to one in that range. Plus seven fifty to ten to one, whatnot. On each for a team specific, you call the correct score three two. But playoff games, guys, like they're they're not going to be one one, Sean. As you stated, this isn't there. Those are incredibly rare, like one one overtime. So. They're either going to be 2-2 go to overtime, maybe 3-3. You get your rare 4-4. You know how many 6, how many 5-5 five, five overtimes you get. So it's really yeah, not shocking never. that we're here right now. But at this point, let's get like seven overtime, Sean. Let's break a record and be part of history. And you can say I was on yeah. Renzi's show that night when it happened. There was one a few years ago. Was it like four or five overtimes? I, I, you know, yeah. I don't know. I have I the list here. Money. I was going over the all-time records because the uh, the all-time record, imagine, is six overtimes. I thought there was like a Grand Fear one that went like four or five or something. I don't know. I could be wrong. No, there's the, the famous one was the um, the Islanders and the Capitals. That's the one I always think of uh, with Pat LaFontaine and stuff. And but um, that really wasn't that long. Like, in our heads, it was, like, in the all-time history. Because I was looking, and I was like, this list sucks. That's not true. Because <laughs> I, I actually looked at, like, an hour ago. And I'm like, no, nah, I guess it is, actually. These, you know. Uh, yeah, so most recently, um, the year 2000, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh 2-1. They went five overtimes. That was, too bad. That was 20-something years ago? Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, man, it seems like it was, like, sooner. Anaheim and Dallas went that. Anaheim and Dallas went five overtimes in 1996. I can't lie, I don't remember that one off the top of my. I remember them playing. I remember the series. I don't. I don't remember like oh, I had it went five overtimes. Mike Mike uh, Madonna leading the way. Yeah, it was uh, Peter uh, Peter uh, Sakura with the game winner, former Devil too. Uh, four oh. overtimes. <laughs> so you know, four and five and six. That's like when we're getting real here. So. We're not even close yet. Like, you know what I mean? On the list of, like, we're not, you got to, you got to get four, 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 and then we're into like nice. Then it's something special. And then, yeah, you can start like, cause it's, there's more than we realize actually. Like I'm, I'm looking on here there's like, there's a long list of these things. Wow. We're just going on. So what do you think tomorrow of who do you like in the series? Who do you think wins the series? Vegas or, um, or Dallas? I thought I was at one point. I'm like so down on Vegas. I'm like, ah, I don't think they're going far. And yet here they are. I, Dallas to me, I, I don't know. I'm, it's, it's I'm going to be looking at overs in this. I don't have a, a sidewise. I don't know. I've just seen these guys. They're all scoring four, four goals a game. You know, they're putting up a bunch of uh, points totals in these in these uh in their series the last game except for that two one you know the, whatever the game seven there was a little low scoring after game seven but i don't know i'm gonna look at the overs i mean five and a half it wasn't even too juicy tomorrow maybe it's a sucker bet though okay i mean it looks a little too easy to go over to five and a half but no um, I, listen i'm a big under better right am i wrong at that five and a half looks too others they score like they average in four on offense both teams no it is it feels a little light it does you know there's going to be penalties. There'll be a couple of power play goals. Like we said, like you're living dangerously. Put it this way. We look at this game. Okay, it's going to go under five and a half. Dude, Carolina are like the most, you know what I mean? Like we expected this. I'm looking right here. Yeah. People are asleep right now in, in the stadium, in the arena. <laughs> they probably they probably got to early at seven and, you know, do a little yeah, exactly. pregame and they're passed out. It's like third period. Like, really? I, I can't. Come on. Just knock it in. Let me go home. Start work tomorrow. I would probably leave, to be honest. I'd be in tough. Like, you don't want to be that wuss that leaves and be part of history. Like, oh, I was there and I left and it went eight overtimes. But I said it earlier, Sean. Dude, they closed the concession stance. Like, it's yeah. closed, right? They cut you off with 10 minutes left in the third period. So, you're like, you're done. There's nothing worse. You, you you got a big buzz going on. You've been drinking. You can just see. I just looked at a guy exactly like that. He looks all hungover and already. Like, at this point, Sean, I'd just leave and I'd go to a bar, like, right across the street from the arena. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd I be mean, like, I was it, inside. It, I was good. I whatever. Give me a damn drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd just watch the game. Because <laughs> at this point, you're like, you need a second win. You're like, I got to get something to eat. I got to get the blood flowing. I'm sitting down. Like, what, what's happening here? I've actually done, <laughs> the fresh air. I've actually done that various times where I've been right. in arenas and I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. But I don't leave. 
I go to the bar in the arena, or I'll literally just, you know, like the closest place just to, you know what I mean? I'm like, I got to get a drink. I'm going to sit here for six hours here. You that's can. You got to go walk around a little bit. Your butt's falling asleep in the chair. Come on. Go stand in the the, uh, the little doorway area, whatever they're called. <laughs> the runways. I was at the, um, Sean, I was at the longest rain delay in New York Yankee history. Speaking of history, like it literally was. They said, like, it was it was late in the season. It was, like, mid-September type thing. And um, it was against the Angels. It was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, years ago. It was, like, the old, like, the real Yankee Stadium, not the newer one. What year was this? There was probably be, like, I don't know, 2004 or something like that, around that. Anyways, the Yankees were, were still good with Jeter and everything. And um, Vladimir Guerrero was on the Angels. The Angels were really good in those days still. Anyways, they were playing yeah, each other, but... Yeah, yeah, the game mattered, like, for everybody. Like, they they had to play it. I think they already had issues earlier in the week with weather. So it was one of those deals. They said, listen, we're, we have to play this game. And it was a Fox Saturday game, afternoon game. And everybody left, bro. It was, like, freaking pouring, Sean. Like, really coming down hard. And I was there with, like, a bunch of fans in a tour group and stuff like that. And... um I was, everyone like, oh, we're going to the hotel, we're soaking wet, all these people were leaving, and me and a couple of people were like, all right, you guys, yeah, nice meeting you all, we're going to stay here. I swear to God, bro, I must have drank like 52 Heinekens, like they said, Heineken there, that's their beer, <laughs> like the big boys, and man, so, the game started, like, we were there from like one in the afternoon, two and one in the afternoon type thing, and the game restarted, bro, like literally like at 10 at night. And the legendary Bob Shepard, before he passed, you know, in the voice, thank you, Yankee fans, for staying with us. He said, you're part of history. This is the longest rain delay in New York Yankee history. And, and then he goes, as a gesture for everybody staying, feel free to come down and sit behind home plate. Because there was no one left, basically, in the stadium. There's nobody left. So yeah, you know what it's like at Yankee Stadium. We're up in the upper deck smoking weed and drinking beer and stuff, you know what I mean? But we're like, dude, they're like, we can go down under. I swear to God, Sean, next to thing game. you know, bro, we're like literally second row behind home plate. It was awesome. I had money on the Angels and the over, and the Angels in the over cash. I went out and nearly got killed in the Bronx after. It was a great night. We'll get Sean's uh, picks and story on the other side. <laughs> I was younger and dumber. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. My name's Bobby, and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. This is one of those games, if you bet the um, the save props, you're like, that's, you, you know what I mean? It's like betting something you were in basketball, you needed to go to overtime. This is one of these games where, like, they played five periods, so there's going to be a bunch of shots. So the goalie's going to make a bunch of saves, so you cash that. 
But what's surprising to me, and I am Gabriel Morenci, is that the Florida Panthers lead the NHL with 34 shots on goal per game. I discussed this before the game started, and it's funny. I said I expect them to have a hard time getting pucks through and getting shots on goal, though, tonight against Carolina. And here we are right now. We're in triple overtime, and Florida only have 37 shots on goal. They average 34 in the regular season per game in three periods. Now we're into the fifth period, and uh, we're five minutes into the fifth period. What's your prediction here, Sean? What's your guess? Do you think we have a goal coming in the next couple of minutes? Carolina. I mean, they've, they've almost – you're talking about the – they shots on goals? I mean – Yeah, they just, just got their the fifth. Sheer, oh, here comes – You know, oh. by the – Oh, we're losing Sean here. Oh, oh, big save. If you can, Matthias, re reconnect with Sean here. Florida's buzzing around here right now. Like, there's some big saves. Carolina Carolina hit the freaking crossbar once. I thought the game was over. I think, I think it was in the first overtime. <laughs> it's hard to remember now. Was it at the end of the regulation? I think, I think it was, yeah, it was the end of regulation, actually. Somebody, I don't know, somebody in our chat. Let me know when Sean's back here. He started to cut out. But, um... I believe you saw, like, the puck came in the slot, and boom. Buddy on Carolina did, like, the perfect play. He swatted it. He's hit it. And uh, it went off the crossbar. It was like, oh, my God. It was like one of those, I cannot believe that didn't go in moments where it was like, man, that, that, that wasn't meant to be. So it's like there was a force field in front of the net. Dink off the top. Really, really just came close as well. They came flying back in here. Montour's just been a menace. All right, we got Sean Higgs back. I got to tell you, Sean. I'm back. I'm I don't know. Must have been in a bad spot. Who knows? You see there, Florida nearly just scored. It's getting pretty crazy here. There's those little flashes, but I still get the feeling that this thing's going to go on. I don't think someone's going to score in the next couple of minutes, actually. I think it's going to go on for a while. No, I think Carolina pokes one in. Wow. Well, I think it ends now. No. Florida again, big score, man. Florida's like bringing it in the lap. Florida, that's the thing. When you get these five, like you get you're in triple overtime right now. Teams will get flat for like ten minutes, and then suddenly a couple of one line will have fresh legs, and like someone's gonna get a second win and be faster than everybody. Florida have that right now. Like Florida are definitely flying around more than Carolina, but it could pass. Like Carolina could tighten this up, but. You can sort of see right now, i got to be honest, Sean, like, look at this. They just won the other battle. Like, Carolina yeah. are chasing here. They're going to have to really, just, you know, they're going to have to hope for the best in the next minute. I know I do. All right, there we go. We got a puck out. Okay, Sean. Denver, uh, Denver Nuggets and the, uh, the Lakers. And we got uh, the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Let me throw game one at you. Uh, the first, not game one, but the first game on the board here at you. The Miami Heat are getting nine points, bro. Overreaction, or do the Celtics bounce back and drill them? Well, that's the overreaction is built in because they're down 0-1 at home, so you're going to get a extra, you know, point or point and a half on that. But I, I don't know about the nine because it's it's like they're begging you to take the Heat. I mean, the Heat, right? Why are the Heat are even here? They should have lost to the Bucks. I mean, the Knicks fans thought they were going to sweep them. I actually like the under. I like the under in this game. I don't think, you know, Boston for them to win, they can't, they can't allow 125 points. I'm going to go under the total. Well, we saw game one in L.A. and Denver was a track meet, and tonight stayed under. People yeah. like the the over in game one, and I did too. I'm an over better in basketball, but we saw, it was like, wow, but really? Like with Miami and Boston, the betters made it from 210 up to 213 and a half? And then what happened? It was a, it sailed over. Miami's threes were falling. And it's funny, yep. now she's on 215.5, so you think the 215.5 is just a little high. It is quite a high number for these two teams. Yeah, because, and listen, everything went right for Miami. You got a nice win. Now Celtics going to press a little bit, right? We're going to D up. We can't have these guys hitting threes. Let's get back in the series. You know, I mean, let's be honest. They're almost a 10-point fade. This is ridiculous. No, you know, I think this game is going to be a, uh, listen, Boston cover, possibly. Under, though, I don't, I don't think Miami scores 100 points this game. All right, so you think this one goes under? We've had the, the number yeah. set right now for game three, Saturday night in Los Angeles. L.A. Lakers, minus five-and-a-half-point favorites over the Denver Nuggets. And I said earlier before you joined us, this is, a, you know, guys, 
One thing I'll tell you, if you like the Lakers, take it now. If you're on the crowd of, you know what, I'm the Lakers and whatever, they're going to be mad and they're, they're going to do this, they're going to do all that, do it now because by the time Saturday comes around, man, this is a Saturday night game all day. Lakers are going to close at like six and a half or something. It's the classic double bounce back. Nobody's going to want to take the Denver Nuggets in this spot. But I like the Nuggets in the series, Sean, and I've taken the Nuggets in the first two games, and I've gotten pushes. I've won on the money lines, whatever. It's all over. You know, it's been tight, as you know, with the spreads. But I'm not going to abandon ship because I think Denver know if they can steal one more here, they have this series locked up, right? I think Denver can get one of them in L.A., so it has to start somewhere. I'm not ready to instantly bounce back and say the Lakers are going to kill these guys on Saturday. What's your take on the game? Yeah, I'm with you. I like them versus for the series, but let's be honest. They are, I think, 21 and 25 or something like that. They're under yeah, 500 on the road team. for as good as they are. No, but and but then like you mentioned, I mean, this line, I, you know, I talked to us earlier. This was a three-and-a-half opener at BetMGM. It was three-and-a-half an hour ago before the show. Now it's five-and-a-half. Wow. So it was three-and-a-half um, you yeah. saw, right? Yeah. So it's going to go It was three-and-a-half. Yeah, people are going to bet the Lakers. Uh, yeah, because you're down 0-2. You're coming home. And what do they saw? They saw the Lakers lead basically all of game two. They saw them rally in game one thinking they had a shot at winning. And you mentioned the LeBron. I mean, like, eventually – He'll hit a three-pointer, right? He's going to come home. It's home cooking. Here we go. Everything points to the Lakers, but I don't. I mean, ah, I don't know. I don't think it's tricky. This way, the Lakers could win the game, but we've seen points are at a premium as far as. Look, it was six, six and a half. They win by six. Tonight it's five, five and a half. They win by five. Why wouldn't we just take the five again? Like you know, I mean, we keep seeing it's landing on the number. We got to take the number again. And, and remember, game one, that Denver line opened at like four, four and a half, and it got and it went up to six, six and a half. Like this, you know, this one here, it was three and a half again. Shortly, you know, for a little while, went to five, five and a half. I'm with you. I think it'll be some people are gonna come in and bet. It's LeBron. It's the Lakers. They're home. They're down 0-2. It's Saturday after somebody's gonna get crushed in in baseball all day or something. Yeah, the people are gonna be all over the Lakers. The line will go up. Wait, I'll wait. I'll wait for a better number on Denver. I agree. Sean Higgs kicking it with us, winningfreepicks.com. So I got burnt on the total tonight. We hit the overs in, in Boston to Miami in game one. We hit the over in the Laker game. I was a little concerned, and then I got stupid. I was like, you know, I'm not going to hammer the overs much. I'll put more on Denver tonight. I love the over in game one. And then I got stupid, Sean. I'm admit I've been around long enough not to do it, but right before the game started, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. What are you scared of? This game's going over. And I start, like, really going big on it. Then at the half, it was 212 and a half. And I'm like, man, this game, it's going to get to 213. And in fact, I think we still have a puncher's chance, actually, of this really opening up in the second half. Freaking got to 211, bro. It got to 211 and whatever. It's okay. I was on Denver. I had like some nice same game parlays tonight. Um, and one thing, uh, Sean, too, I did a video today, but it's for everybody tuning in. Can't click it for you, but. The Lakers have now played 14 playoff games. LeBron James has gone over his shot, uh, his block shot prop in 12 of them. It's 0.5 all the time, and he keeps on getting one or more. And it went one again tonight. We, we, we told you guys that before. But what do you think about the total on Saturday? Is it going to be a track meet, defensive battle? What do you think happens? I, I'll be back on the under. I'll be back on you. I mean, and I like the over in both in game one and two. I had I had Denver in five at five tonight. I had the over, which didn't get there. But uh, I, I'm going to lean to the under. I'm going to lean to the under. For I I think the Lakers will say, you know what? This is how we played the second half. This is how we played all game last game. We were right there. We could be up two all. Right? That's what they're thinking. People are thinking Lakers could be up two all right now. So I'm thinking they're going to go back to their defensive ways. I'll look at the under. The uh, this guy's got his beer and his skittles. <laughs> I like that guy. You're talking about your LeBron prop. I had LeBron points and assists over uh, thirty-two and a half. I think he had thirty tonight or something like that, or thirty and a half. Uh, so it was ridiculous. I know, man. You know what? I had uh, I had the same game parlay. It was plus one set, one plus one fifty or something, and I played it as well for a pretty big play, bro. Denver to win the game. Jokic over forty-two and a half points and rebounds. Forty. You got to. Yeah, well, the rebound. You, you think you're you think you're golden when he's got 17 rebounds. You should be safe. I should have just played the triple double. He got the triple double again. He's an automatic. I could have just done that. I got cute because I hit it the other night. But 
Hey, what it's like? His triple double was what minus one twenty five. LeBron's triple double tonight was a plus eight twenty five. That's crazy. That's just worth. And he almost had it. He almost had in game one. Almost game two. Wow, this game's really slowing down. Like the pace, the hockey. I'm just looking up. Like they're skating at half speed now. Like they both teams. Both teams have hit a wall. I swear to God, if I was one of the, if I'm the coaches here. Whoever has played the least is who I'd put on the ice right now. I'd be like, whoever's the freshest, because someone's going to get a breakaway soon. Like I said, like, this watching like this is like watching beer league hockey, you know what I mean, <laughs> where guys are, like, getting drunk and tired, and, like, it's really – the pace is really – there was just a little sequence there where nobody wanted to do anything. It was like, yeah, whatever, dude. You, you, we're just going to pass it, and let's just stand around. Like, it was like they did a little agreement. All right, nobody nobody do anything for, like, the next three minutes here. Let's all just chill out. Now there's 9-11 left in triple overtime here. Okay, Sean, so before we get you out of here, Vegas and Dallas, you like the over, over. Girl, you're saying, right? Yeah, I like the over. All right. Like you know, it looks, it looks, it looks. I don't know. It looks a little, a little too enticing, but I'm going to grab it anyway. Baseball. My favorite play tomorrow is the Twins. Little Joe Ryan. I like them. They're already on the West Coast. Angels um, coming back East. Just finished up with the Orioles. I don't know. Bad spot for for LA. I mean, I like Demers, but um, give me Joe Ryan. I think he's minus a 125 tomorrow. All right, Minnesota Twins on the Angels. Yeah, I always like, actually, that angle of betting on teams in their first game back after a road trip. I really like it if a team had a successful road trip. You know what I mean? As well, you know, the Angels, whatever, they didn't have a successful trip, but it wasn't a bad trip. They've just sort of been in that purgatory, mediocrity uh, so far. Trying water, actually, though. They're sort of right there as far as the wild card. All right, so where can people find you on Twitter, Sean? Mr. Sean Higgs on Twitter. Come say hello. All right. Great stuff, uh, Sean, as always. Good catching up with you. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. You got it, Gabe. Thanks for having me, bud. There's uh, Sean Higgs uh, with us. Eight minutes left in this hockey game right now. Or I should say eight minutes left in triple overtime. At this point, I want this to ride through the show. Sometimes games go on so long, you're like, I don't even care what happens anymore. Even I'm still caring. Come on, Canes. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Tricks late night continues. And so does this hockey game. Good stuff. Let's keep it rolling throughout the show. I want this game to still be going on when our show ends, actually. Yeah, if you're going to do it, let's do it. Let's break a record. 
Let's break a record. It's 2-2 right now. 5-21 left in triple overtime. They have not scored a goal. The teams have not scored a goal in 169 minutes now. The last goal was scored 169 minutes of hockey ago. And here's Carolina. Oh, my goodness. This one thing I will say, spectacular goaltending performances from both goalies. Like, that's a great, that was a great save right there. Like, you know what I mean? When I, I saw that play developing off the faceoff and you heard me go, oh. I was like, oh, oh that, there it is. There's a scoring chance. I can, I sort of see these things. You know, I can see them develop. I was a goalie, so I know. I'm like, I know like two seconds before, I'm like, that's going to be trouble in about two seconds. And that was one of those plays where it's like, that's going to be trouble. And I said, oh, but there's Bobrovsky. Not easy as well, man. Like, if you think about it, Matthias was a soccer goalie. So, you know, you're standing out there on the pitch, but it's a little different. Goalie gear weighs, like, we're talking, it used to be about 40 pounds. And that's like, that's pretty crazy. It sounds crazy, but, like, when you add everything up. But nowadays, stuff is lighter. and But all these other players, like, if you're an NHL hockey player, you're playing in a game. The game's, like, two and a half hours long. It's 60 minutes of hockey. They really only play, like, 18 minutes. Some guys will play nine minutes. Some guys will play 11 minutes. Sort of like basketball, right? You know, minutes per game. You know, like Sydney, you know, the, the best part of Connor McDavid played like 24 minutes, and that was too much 22 minutes, 24 minutes. So they're getting a lot of breathers. The goalies have been freaking standing here, guys, for like five hours. They don't get rest. Like, it's hard on the ankles, the legs. I don't care if you're a pro athlete or not. You've been standing up with gear on for six hours now. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.